Hello, and thank you again for joining Destiny Talk Show. And right now, we'll be coming to you at the end of this year, thanking God for everything that we have and have gone through during the year. I know some of it has been a little bit tragic. Some of it has been a little bit disturbing. But our emotional highs and our lows with that and with God, we have made it through. And we thank God for that. And I pray that during our fasting and and praying that we fell in love with God over and over and over again. So as we go through these things and we say to ourselves with our tears coming down, we're thinking that why does the devil always win? We're thinking, why is it that every time I try to move forward, I go six back? We're thinking, God, I'm crying my last tear because I'm tired. I don't know how much more to endure. I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But God has come to give you the encouragement that you need, the steps that you need to move forward, the order that he has for your steps. He's ready to take you to the next level. As we go back to when we got saved and we loved him and we trust him with everything, he wants those days back of worshiping with him being in a relationship with him and knowing and believing that everything that he does is for our good he don't want us disappointed he don't want us dismayed and he definitely don't want us to give up so he's letting us know to stop your crying to stop your broken heart from being discouraged and come and follow him And even though he may seem silent, even though he may seem like he's not answering your prayers, that's when we wait upon the Lord and he will renew our strength. That's when we begin to seek his face even the more. We dedicate ourselves to seeking him. But we are thankful this year that we have made it through. We're thankful this year that it may not have turned the way we wanted it to, but we thank God for him. We thank God for his love. We thank God for our obedience to him in our fasting and prayers that we have placed before him. In Jesus' name, we thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you Lord so our reading today is going to be coming from Nehemiah we are going to rebuild the wall next year wherever we feel defeated the wall will be rebuilt we will be restored we will be revived through God because everything that we went through in 2021 has taught us and uh, encouraged us to move forward in 2022 so now we have a little bit more revelation we have wisdom and we have understanding of the word of God and how he operates in our lives in our situation the way that he operates for me may not be the way that he operates for you but one thing is sure an answer is coming one thing is sure he's going to communicate with you he's going to love you he's going to dry your tears because weeping only stands for the night but joy will come in the morning 
We just got to stand our ground when the enemy comes in like a flood and begin to rush us. We've got to stand no matter what. We've got to trust in the Lord with all of our might. We got to not lean on our own understanding of who God is in us. We've got to stand no matter what is going on. Failure is not an option. So as we go into next year, the things that we've learned this year, the people we've learned not to be around next year has taught us something. And it's not a negative something. It's a positive something that I've matured from you. I've matured from this situation. I'm going to rebuild my wall, my family, my spiritual life, my relationship with Christ. And I'm going to continue to move forward. I can't be that person I was last year. I can't be that communicating person of negativity like I was with you last year. But this year. I'm moving forward in Christ. This year, I'm going to continue to move forward with my family, with my life, and with my finances in 2022. So just take everything you've learned and begin to move forward. Even though you got Pharaoh running behind you, tell me, uh-uh, come back. You know where you belong. Come back and be the slave that I want you to be. But God is saying, uh-uh, move forward because there's a promised land for you. God is saying, move forward because I've taken you out of exile I've taken you out of Egypt and I'm bringing you into a new land we have to receive it in order to get it obtain it we have to believe it communicate it read it revelation it in order to move forward into your future into your promised land everybody can't go with you they got to stay over there in Egypt until their time of revealing or their time of release has come but God is letting us know that we have to build the wall that was torn down and burned up by the enemy we have to restore those things that were taken from us in 2021 because God is here he's waiting for us to believe him by faith because we need now faith with God that's what we need to see those things that are not there as if they are can we do that in next year can we move forward believing God that even though I don't see it I know you promised it to me. I know you said it over my life. So even though I don't see it, even though people are encouraging me not to see it, I'm going to stand and build this wall. I'm going to help everybody restore what was taken from them. So as we begin to go into Nehemiah, Nehemiah had to rebuild the wall. He heard the voice of God. And he said, I got to go and rebuild this wall. And he had to stand his ground on that. So we're going to look at chapter one, where he began his process of um, going forward. And uh, chapter one, and chapter, I mean, in verse two, uh, he and a certain men of Judea, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity concerning Jerusalem. And they said unto me, the remnant that has left of the captivity there in the providence are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down and the gates thereof are burned with fire. And it came to pass that when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. And I said, verse five, 
I beseech thee, O Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenant and mercy for them that love him and observe his commandments. Let thine ear now be attentive and thine eyes open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant, which I pray before thee now day and night for the children of Israel, thy servants and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against thee, both I and my father's house have sinned. And then we go down to eight. Remember, I beseech thee the word that thou commandest thou servant Moses, saying, if ye transgress, I will scatter you abroad among the nations. But if ye return unto me and keep my commandments and do them, then thou there where you cast out unto the uttermost part of the heaven, yet will I gather them from thence and bring them unto bring them unto the place that I have chosen to set my name there. So God is encouraging us that even though we've sinned, even though we pulled apart from him, that his covenant is still true in our lives. But he said, if you come back to me, of course, repent and let's rebuild the relationship that we are supposed to have. Let's rebuild what was torn down first in your spirit before we can begin to move forward with the rebuilding of the purpose and the plans and the covenants that I have with you. So first of all, going into 2022, let's rebuild our spiritual life First, let us go before the presence of God and the Holy Spirit speaking with us through us to God to help us restore our relationship with him. And that will be through fasting, through praying, to reading the word of God, to get revelation, to rebuild ourselves back up in him, to know in order for us to know the will that he has for us going forward. We can't continue to keep living in the past of fornication, of adultery, of lying and stealing and cheating to get what we want out of life. But when we begin to move forward in Christ, trusting him, believing him, seeking his face, seeking his presence, his face, and knowing the word, then we can begin to move forward in who he is in us. And we begin to grow with trusting him. So even with the pandemic, when we begin to gain knowledge of the fact that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power and strong mind, he's given us all of these tools that we can use against anything that we face in this world. But first we have to get over the fear of it the fear of termination, the fear of sickness, the fear of losing our home, our cars, anything. We have to first face that fear of what is right in front of us and which usually we make it bigger than what it actually is. Now, Nehemiah had heard the words that the people were just um, distraught over all of this. They're looking, they're escaped in their into their own place and they're looking around saying, but what do we have? What do we come back to? We have a burnt, a burnt gate entrance. We have the city is destroyed. What are we going to do from this point? 
So every time God brings you out, that doesn't mean it's going to be beautiful and glorious. There's still a process that has to be completed when you come out. It's not just one thing. God has a process through everything. So if you find yourself unemployed, okay, he's going to direct you to employment or to self-business. It's not just going to be sit there and wait. He's going to direct you as you communicate with him on a daily basis. As you listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit telling you, What's next? So that way fear goes away because you had a conversation with him to let you know where you're going and what needs to be. So when you looking at something that doesn't look good, it doesn't look like you're going to get through it. The Holy Spirit is letting you know God is with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you. But you have to see that promise in order for it to be fulfilled. You have to see those things that are not as if they were. And when you begin to get ready for that, then you can begin to move forward. You can't move forward without first seeing it. You have to see the promise spiritually and bring it down to the manifestation. Because God made the promise, God made the covenant, now you have to connect with it to move it forward. And that's through constant prayer, constant, constant prayer and fasting. That's through constant reading the word of God, getting your own revelation. You just can't believe and just hold up your hands and say, God, I believe. You have to now go into the word and get revelation. You have to now go through the word and release that fear, cast it out, rebuke it out of your mind, out of your life. So as you get the revelation of God, it strengthens you to now connect and believe what he has promised you. So, so many times we hear, but then we don't do anything else. We just sit and wait and say, but God promised me, God showed me, I had a vision, I had a dream, but you never connect with it through the word of God. It's only through the word of God that it's going to come to pass. It's going to manifest because you have to connect everything together everything has to come together once that word is spoken over your life through Christ so let us just begin to pray and let us begin to believe God for everything that he has said over our lives so we go over into chapter 2 and in chapter 2 verse 2 it says wherefore the king said unto me why is thy countenance sad seeing thou art not sick This is nothing else but sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore afraid. And I said unto the king, let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city, the place of my father's sepulchres, lieth waste and the gates therefore are consumed with fire? Then the king said unto me, for what doest thou make request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. So once it was it was visual that something was wrong with Nehemiah, the king asked, what's going on with you? So God opened the door of communication between him and the king because he had to get permission in order to go because he was he worked in the palace with the king. So therefore, he had to get permission to go because this was going to take a while to rebuild a city. So once he got the okay from the king, He then left to go and rebuild with the people. He worked with them. He toiled with them. And that's what God wants us to do. 
Once we get the word from God that says, I'm going to bless you, that I'm going to move you forward, that I'm going to lift you. Once we hear it through a vision, a dream or a prophecy or however we're going to get it from God, we now begin to build revelation of the word of God. We now begin to go into the secret places of God to make that manifestation happen because of the fact that we want and desire the things of God. So that way when delay comes, when the enemy comes in and begins to try to destroy the promises of God in our life through distraction, through lack of money, through arguments and relationships with our our spouses or whatever it is that the enemy is going to use to distract you from that promise to where you'll begin to get discouraged and your heart will begin to get heavy and sad You have to go into the word of God to get your own strength and your own revelation that even when somebody looks at you and they say, are you sure that came from God? Or I don't believe that came from God because it's going to come when you hear the word of God. And Nehemiah faced the same thing when he went and he, he got on the wall and they tried to get him to come off the wall to talk to them. And to do other things. And Nehemiah said to them in Nehemiah six and three. He said, and I sent, I sent messengers unto them saying, I am doing a great work, so I cannot come down. Why should the work cease whilst I leave it and come down to you? So this is where we have to stand our ground. This is where we have to say, no matter what, I'm going to do the work of the Lord. No matter what, I'm going to believe what God has spoken over my life because what happens is when the enemy comes in and he uses other people to try to discourage you. He uses other people to try even in the family to try to get you off course so that the will of God cannot be fulfilled in your life. Because when Pharaoh comes behind you as fast as he's coming and you're trying to move forward, now you're scared because here come Pharaoh and he got an army coming with him. He's on horses and you walking and you trying to figure out how am I going to get out of this situation but God is telling you that I have my spirit that's going to get you out of this situation I have the spirit of God in me dwelling in me speaking to me giving me revelation from God so I know Pharaoh don't have any power over me and when I begin to believe that fear goes away Pharaoh gets stopped and I move forward in the mission We have to believe the word of God. We have to trust the word of God. We can't just wait for the manifestation. We've got to have the word of God in us, working through us, so that the manifestation can come. Pharaoh cannot touch you when the power of God is upon you. He cannot touch you when you know the word of God. Now, if the promise is given to you and you don't know the word, then yes, Pharaoh can come. When you don't know the word or have revelation then yes the enemy can come and delay it destroy it and distract you with no problem but then we begin to blame God and say what you promised me and you're not fulfilling it you told me this and where are you and then you get discouraged and you get angry with God because you're waiting on the fulfillment of your promise but it's not God's fault because he told you to get into his word to get the revelation he told you to pray and seek his face But we're not doing that because we just want to wait, 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 wait. And God is not that God. 
He wants you to draw near to that promise. He wants you to come into the secret place so he can show you the vision of what he has for your life. The thoughts that he has for you, the things that he has promised you is not vol, not null and void. It is actually going to come to pass, but there is some spiritual things that you must do in order for it to come to pass. Fasting, praying, seeking his face, and he will fulfill everything that he has promised you. He's promised it and he's going to fulfill it, but you have to do your part. You have to believe the word of God. Fight for your blessing. Stand tall for your blessing. Nehemiah said, why should I come off this wall to talk to you when I could be working? That'll be 10 or an hour of my life. I can't get back. This wall is going to be delayed because I'm talking foolishness with you. I need to keep talking to the Lord to find out exactly what he needs for me to do to accomplish this so that his people can be restored back to the promises of God. He has given us power. We have power. We have power. Let me say it again. We have power. He, as Isaiah said, we, he has called us by name. But we can't see that. We can't see it because we're too busy running from the, the enemy. We're too busy being in fear. We're too busy thinking about the what ifs. We're too busy trying to tell God that he might have made a mistake. What are we going to do? How are we going to do it? By the word of God. We're going to do it by the word of God. We're going to get revelation through the word of God. We are going to seek the face of God daily. We're going to fast and pray whenever he tells us to. We're going to fight this war by faith, putting on the whole armor of God. Stand. Again, and I tell you, stand. Believe what God has spoken over you. Stop running from the enemy. Stop running in fear. Stop crying and use your power. Stop getting in depression and stand on the word of God. If he's promised it, when he's promised it, when he speaks, stand on that. Now go in the Bible and see where he's done it before and then think about where he's done it before in your life and stand. And every time you get discouraged, repeat any word of God to yourself. Make sure you're hearing every day and he will guide and order your steps through his word. So we don't have to run from Pharaoh. We can see him in our hindsight, but keep moving forward. <clears throat> oh, God, Pharaoh's coming. I'm, I'm going to let you fight that while I move forward. God, delay is here, but I'm going to let you fight it while I move forward through your word. God, I got an eviction letter, but I'm going to lay down like Hezekiah did and put the letter before you, turn my face to the wall, and believe what you're going to do for me. That's what he's saying to us. That's what he wants us to do. And we have to trust and believe. When he told Hezekiah, he said, these are the things that I'm going to do to you. Hezekiah said, uh-uh, I, I don't, this is not my battle. You and the Lord are going to fight this battle. 
when he got when Hezekiah got sick and he turned his face to the wall and told God and, and began to pray and say, God, remember. We have to do those things saying, Lord, remember me. You've called me by name. You promised through covenant of the blood. I'm standing on your word right now, oh God, believing that you're going to bring me and my family out of this, believing that you're going to pray, um, that you're going to give me a breakthrough that I need for my rent, for my car, for anything. You're going to heal my body. I believe, God, that if I do the appropriate things to my body, that the pandemic won't affect me. And even if it do, you will bring me through this because nothing shall harm me. Because you've given me power. Power is not just a word. Power is an action that he and a promise that.